everybody, welcome in to episode two of the Inside Nebraska Recruiting Podcast. My name is Zach Carpenter. I'm the new publisher of the new rebranded rival site, Inside Nebraska. Um, we're kicking things off real busy here, uh, right before a busy month on the recruiting trail for Nebraska with a bunch of official visitors coming in. Um, we talked with William Pop Watson on episode one. We encourage you to check that out. For episode two, I wanted to welcome in Rivals National Director of Recruiting, Adam Gorney, to talk a, a lot more about Nebraska from an analyst point of view and um, sort of where things are, where they're headed uh, with Nebraska recruiting with, uh, with Mark Whipple coming in as offensive coordinator and quarterback recruiting and Mickey Joseph to recruit uh, receivers and where things are sort of trending and heading there. Um, so we're going to welcome on Adam right now to the show. All right, now we're uh, joined by Adam Gorney, the National Recruiting Director for Rivals. Um, we're really happy to have you, Adam, with, uh, to provide some insight on some of these Nebraska guys just from a, a national scene and stuff. Um, we, uh, we, we, just, uh, we just welcomed on William Pop Watson for our, our first uh, video interview at, at Inside Nebraska. And uh, great, great talking with him. Um, and I know I wanted to have you on to sort of talk about him a little more because you had some more eyes on him at the the Philadelphia Rivals camp in in May. Um, and just sort of tell us what you saw, because I know you, you said a couple of things about uh, about him and um, your evaluation of him. But what did you see out of him? Yeah, I was happy you showed up, actually, because he has been a kid that, you know, we're wondering exactly where to rank and we have him as a mid three star. Now we, we meet with uh, new rankings coming up this week. And so he's going to be a guy that's absolutely in the discussion for a move up. I'm not saying four star just yet, but definitely a guy that was very impressive uh, for a guy. That's not huge. He has a big arm. Uh, he could definitely throw it all over the field. He can throw on the run, all the things we put him through at a camp like that, where we know, you know, they just don't do a three-step drop and throw easy passes. We get them into five and seven drops and then, they throw to the right, throw to the left against the grain. So they're running left and throwing back right. All the things that we want to see from an arm strength thing, um, he was absolutely great at. So, um, you know, I think he is a guy that Nebraska targeted early. Um, they had some other quarterbacks that they were looking at, but I can understand why they wanted him in that offense, give them a little bit of dual threat capability and a guy who can kind of sit back in the pocket, even at just six feet tall, um, can hit all the receivers across the field. Yeah, it was pretty interesting just asking him sort of how how he fits in with with Mark Whipple's offense. And he said, yeah, uh, Whipple was recruiting him at Pitt. And then so when he, he went to Nebraska, it was like, yeah, he was the number one reason that he sort of uh, kept a little bit more of a, an open eye out, open ears for Nebraska's pitch. And then just the more he he looked and evaluated the offense, it sort of fit his skill set with the um, read option stuff and the, the run game that Nebraska is always trying to establish. And um we, you had mentioned um, his arm strength because I saw him at an Ohio State camp last summer in June, and then to see him almost a full year later, it's it's incredible how much more pop to liter to uh, to um, be corny about it. I mean, he does have pop in his arm now, and he said he told me like he can throw the ball now seventy two yards, uh, yeah. and sort of has that zip on it. He, he's talking about how he just sort of throws it uh, through his receivers, like try to thread that needle. Um, how I don't know how familiar you are with Nebraska's offense now under under Scott Frost and, and Mark Whipple, but how do you think he sort of fits in there from an analyst point of view? Yeah, I think very, very well. You know, I mean, they're always going to have a big offensive line. They're always going to try to establish run, but there is read option to it. There is a short passing game to it. There is some ideas to get him out. And I think 
what Whipple did with Kenny Pickett at Pitt is going to have some kind of, you know, influence into how he kind of sees Nebraska. Um, you know, so I think all of that kind of stuff is going to play into Watson's game. The good thing about him is that, you know, there are, we have this dual threat quarterback position and a lot of times, and sometimes unfairly, we say those are the guys who um, are really athletic and can run. And, and that sometimes to some people means that they can't throw the ball uh, or they're inaccurate or they're still, you know, their mechanics are all screwed up, but that is not the case um, with Watson. You know, he's got the mechanics, he's got the dual threat capability. So, you know, it's really up to Mark Whipple, what he's going to want to do with him. Uh, there should be some designed runs. There will definitely be RPO stuff. Um, there will be a short passing game and when need be, he can kind of, you know, the dodge defenders get get out of the way, use his athletic ability to move around the pocket or extend plays, um, and then find people down the field. So he gives you a lot of options, um, you know that that you know Pickett did did at, at Pitt, and I'm sure Whipple is going to implement that, use that in his recruiting of quarterbacks down the line. But especially with Watson, he's going to have those opportunities to do that all over the field. Yeah, we, uh, he was mentioning to me a little bit um, after we uh, we wrapped up recording. Like, I asked him, "Hey, have you been looking at Kenny Pickett's uh, film?" And he said that, "Yeah, he's been he's been doing a little bit more of that." <clears throat> and when he goes on his official visit, June 17, 19, he's gonna uh, get some even more insight into him. And then Casey Thompson, he's gonna meet for the first time and sort of get a vibe off of him. Um, and he was telling me, it, uh, "I want to win championships." He was telling me that his uh, that one of his, his skills is getting it to the burners and stuff um, down the field. So I was like, well, if you want to get to the burners down the field and you want to win championships, you got to build a class. Right. And so I, I asked him some receivers who he's really as a peer recruiter and quarterback in the class who he's targeting. And uh, he, he said, Barry Jackson, who's a, a three-star receiver out of Georgia and four-star receiver, Amari and Miller, both in the, in the 2023 class. And um, they're going to be getting on campus for official visits to Nebraska, the, this first weekend coming up, um, what what have you you noticed out of those two guys in terms of skill set and maybe potential fit in that Whipple offense? Yeah, absolutely, and and I think it's Mark Whipple's offense. I think it's Scott Frost's you know reputation over the years, and I think it's Mickey Joseph uh, who's going to be able to recruit Louisiana and the Southeast and get in on guys that Nebraska probably didn't have a lot of luck with in, in years prior. So, you know, Jackson is one of those guys that you can use all over the field in the slot. He's going to be a fast kid. He's going to burn down the field. He's going to stretch it and put pressure on defenses. Amari and Miller was committed to LSU forever. I mean, he was, he was like a lock to LSU an in-state kid, even though he's five hours away from Baton Rouge, closer to Dallas and closer to kind of Oklahoma and Arkansas. Um, he had been committed there for over a year. Um, but when Mickey Joseph left, it started kind of fading away a little bit. The new staff came in. He's still looking at LSU. He's looking at Arkansas. But now Nebraska is clearly in the picture for him because of Mickey Joseph and because of the opportunity to get on the field. He's a bigger kid, um, but he, he's, he has speed and, and outstanding hands. We saw him in Vegas at a seven-on-seven seven this offseason, and Amarian Miller can easily get on the field pretty quickly at Nebraska and make an impact. So you know, they're going to, they're going to have guys in that offense, especially um, that can stretch it and that can put pressure on defensive backs and kind of take the top off a little bit. And so that has been sort of the goal for a long time. 
Um, everyone knows the frustrations with Adrian Martinez there, and, and, and I'm not going to go into those. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you can get guys that can go deep and, and somebody can get the ball to them, there's no doubt in my mind that, um, you know, they're going to have the, the receivers with that speed and that, that capability to put a lot of pressure on, on secondaries deep. Yeah, and you had mentioned how, how Whipple could come in and sort of take Nebraska's quarterback recruiting to a different level, and Mickey Joseph is right there. I mean, you mentioned Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, and um, that's one of the – obviously one of the, uh, the shiny uh, recruiting pitches that they can sell, right? I mean, that's – it's shiny, but it's real because, uh, because of the proof in the pudding sort of um, evidence they have right, uh, right now. I mean – you talk about those guys. Where do you see then if what what has to happen this year, I guess, with, with guys like Casey Thompson and the receivers they have to where um, where they can show these guys like, hey, this is our this is the right place for you. You can trust your development in our hands. You can trust that we're going to get you to where you want to go. And, and, and that's the NFL for all of these guys. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And, and you know, for for Nebraska fans, um, you know, it's been a tough haul. You know, things have not been trending in the right direction. There have been a lot of close losses, but still losses. Um, you know, there, there's, it's definitely been a struggle under Scott Frost. I don't think anybody could admit otherwise. Um, and it's been a struggle getting guys into the NFL. Um, there, there are two ways to think about this. One, that means guys won't come. Two, that means guys will come because they see an absolute immediate opportunity to get on the field. And I think Scott Frost now more than ever um, has really kind of circled the wagons around. We need our kind of guys here, guys that I can trust, guys that will listen to what our coaches are saying, and then guys who will deliver on the field. I think that was definitely a frustration through last season and into the offseason. Um, I think it's being rectified in a lot of ways. Um, it is a challenge to recruit to Nebraska, not because they don't have history and tradition, um, but when Nebraska was last really good, these kids were in kindergarten. They, they don't really understand the history of it. So you bring in Mark Whipple, who has a lot of cachet in, in, as a coach. You bring in Mickey Joseph, who can recruit the South for you, especially Louisiana. And now you see Amarian Miller coming in for a visit. Guys will, top recruits will go where the, the coaches they like the most and trust the most are. Um, that could be Nebraska or it could be Florida or wherever it is. And so you, you see with Corey Raymond leaving LSU to go to Florida, they're recruiting defensive backs really well. You see now Mickey Joseph and Mark Whipple at Nebraska, you're going to see an uptick in recruiting. They have to turn it into wins on the field, getting to a bowl game, competing in the West is going to be super, super important. Um, you still have to sell a winning uh, program and the capability to get to the NFL. But a lot of these guys are going to step on campus in June and go, you know what? I have a chance to play early here. This is definitely what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's sort of a, a, a time for a facelift, right? Um, not just in with this year's team, but in recruiting, because you need that. Obviously, that's the foundation of it and the blue or the blood, the lifeblood of, of any program. And um, I think they're, they're they've gotten a couple highlight big name, big name guys in there <clears throat> right off the bat to sort of try and start turning things around. But like you said, I mean, if they start off, they, they, they have the schedules lining up right now to where they could start off three and zero going to the end of that Oklahoma game. And it's lining up to where they could be seven and two or six and three. If, if things go right, heading into that final stretch. And I think you're, 
uh, you're on to something, I think you're right, where um, if you could sell that, if you could cut, sort of get momentum in the, in the regular season, then you have that on top of like, we, okay, we have current success. If you come in here, you will get early playing time too. But then we have the guys that you can you uh, trust in, in your development um, with guys like Mickey Joseph. I mean, it, it's, a, it's about to be a huge month for Nebraska official visitors. And I, I know you have to go. So I, th- I kind of wanted to wrap it up with this. Um, I think we have at least 13 guys down for official visits to Nebraska this this first um, June 3rd through yeah. 5th official visits weekend. I mean, like we already mentioned, Barry Jackson, Amari Miller. They have uh, commits, um, Gunnar Gotula, uh, offensive tackle, and tight end Benjamin Brommer. Um, when, when you're looking at this list, I mean, guys like Malachi Coleman, Ashley Williams, Dontavious Braswell, um, who, who are some of the guys, I guess, two, three guys that kind of stand out that uh, Nebraska is really prioritizing that like, all right, if you get this, this guy or a couple of these guys, now we can really start rolling and building some men- uh, momentum in June. Yeah, absolutely. I think Malachi Coleman starts that list and you already mentioned him. He's a local kid right down the road, national recruit, but definitely someone um, who has kind of flirted with playing receiver or D end in college, kind of an edge guy. We'll see how Nebraska wants to use him and bring him in, but Selling, you know, that stability of staying home and being the local hero is definitely an important part of this whole thing. And I think he's a target. If, you know, recruiting at Nebraska is difficult enough, you have to be able to keep really talented in-state kids home. They've had success with that, this recruiting class. Um, but Malachi Coleman is absolutely one that they need to get. Uh, Dontavious Braswell is another one who is super important. I think Amarian Miller is, is, is a guy... And then Ashley Williams is someone who, you know, kind of looking at Auburn a little bit, Minnesota has been up in there. So he's really open to the idea of, of leaving the South to play somewhere. Nebraska seems to fit what he's looking for. Um, The relationships with, with Ashley Williams is, is really the most important. One of the reasons why he's looking at Minnesota so heavily is because of the relationships he has with the coaching staff. So getting him in there, Really spending a lot of time with him over the weekend, I think, is super important. So, as you said, I think I think things could be trending up. June is going to be very busy, and a lot of guys are going to be on campus. And then once you get into the season, I, I don't think there's any reason why Nebraska couldn't be by you know all you know po- positive thinking here, three and zero going into Oklahoma. That's going to be tough. I don't think anybody. Uh, can say it wouldn't be. But after that, Indiana, Rutgers, Purdue, Illinois, Minnesota, before a really brutal stretch at the end of November, That's that. those are a lot of winnable games there, games that Nebraska football should be winning without a doubt. So, you know, you're talking about one loss going into Michigan late, you know, mid-November. I think that's a very doable thing and should, should be happening. Um, and I think that can help with those in-season visits where, hey, you know, Nebraska is six and one, seven and one now. I'm feeling good about this. I'm going to commit and then and go from here. So, you know, there are definitely challenges ahead. I don't think that anybody would say there isn't. I think the, the challenge from Scott Frost on down, but there have been some off-season additions, whether in coaching or, you know, in, in however you want to look at it roster-wise and now into recruiting, that there is definitely um, some good feelings that should be headed, you know, having into, uh, into June here. Yep, it's going to be a loaded month, really busy month, and uh, hopefully you guys will uh, keep uh, keep tuned in to Inside Nebraska. we got some really, really special stuff coming um, here right off the bat. And, I mean, recruiting is all about momentum, and Adam Gorney, 
thanks for joining us uh, to give us some momentum on our on our first podcast here. So uh, we, we really appreciate your insights. Thanks, Zach. See you, man.